Blog Talk Radio. Are you hearing the echo? 
not really a big one, but um, I hear I hear uh, I hear some resolution. Okay, okay. I'll I'll have I'll turn off one phone. Okay. Hello. Hello. Yeah, do you have the TV on? No, I'm going to turn off one phone right now, okay? Oh, very good, very good. We can only, we can talk on one phone, that's good. Okay, so we continue with the journey of Chief Iababa today on this Thanksgiving. We give thanks for our ancestors. And, of course, we give thanks to the great chief that brought Yoruba land to all of us. And we really are grateful for the chief that has joined us. And so we're looking for the stories, Chief Baba, that you will share in your journey So, Chief Baba, what would you like to tell us about today? Um, uh, the um, we're speaking about the <clears throat> Chief uh, Baba Yashango, and uh, we're talking about our journey. Yes. Mm. So, um. We started uh, back in um, 1962 at the Yoruba Temple in Harlem. And uh, we moved to South Carolina, South Carolina in 1970, where we started the Yoruba Village. The new nation. Huh? The new nation. The, uh, we started the new nation, the Oyotunji African Village. And I... Uh, Hello? Yes, we still here. Ia has joined yeah. us on Lori. Oh, shoot, oh, shoot that day. I'm going to hang his phone up because we, we, we don't have a speaker on the phone he's on, okay? Uh, okay. Um, both of us can listen and talk with just uh, with yeah. one phone without me putting the speaker on, okay? Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. All right, so you were talking about you guys started in 1960 and went in 1970. Yeah, um, we started the new nation in uh, 1970 at um, Page One, South Carolina. That's where we have the um, the Yoruba Village. It's called a new nation. And, um, yeah, I'm sorry. I might have to intervene sometime because the Baba has very shortness of breath. Yes. Okay. So uh, he's going to answer your questions and uh, stuff is uh, uh, best to uh, his ability. Yeah. 
Yes. Uh huh. And uh, and he's here to tell you about uh, uh, him knowing me and my journey with him in this religion. And we're very old friends. Uh, we've been friends for like a half a century now. Yeah. So there's lots of stories that he could give you about the Iyababa Onishango. So I'm going to let him talk again now, but he's a little short-winded, okay? So we have to listen to him very carefully. That's right. Okay. Now go ahead on your talk about your own speaker. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we started in our nation uh, in South Carolina. And uh, the Yababa has been with us ever since. Um, she's one of the founders of the new nation. And, um, do you have any questions? Yes, I do. I'd like to know, um, in your experience, what was the most um, exciting part of you know, starting a new nation. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. What was the most exciting part about starting a new nation? That's what you want to know. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, returning to our African culture. Returning to African culture. That was the most exciting part of this. So, uh, Ia Baba... Any stories, you know, any adventures you'd like to share with us? Of, uh, um, you know, we did the different things like we did the different shows, we did plays, we did different plays on the religion, we did different shows on the religion. <clears throat> we we did we taught school. You know, we did a lot of traveling, you know? Right. To try to spread the culture. So so when you guys were on the road, you said you did shows. So that means y'all was dancing and performing drums and... Yes, yes, yes. So what happened on your first one? Did it go well? How did that go? Uh, that went well. We we used to do um, shows in the schools in the afternoon. We used to do a play called Iyayon. Uh, we used to do two shows a day in the schools. You know? What was the play Yomi about? Hmm? Yeah, that's what, what I'm talking about. What was, what was the play about? Um, uh, it was about um, the father that uh, lost his daughter, and uh, you know, he was trying to get his daughter back. That was the, what the play was about. Okay, good. Yeah, it was called I Got You and Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did he, did he get his daughter back? <laughs> At the end of uh-huh. the play, at the end of the play, did he get his daughter back? Yes, yes, yes. So the performances were in like South Carolina alone, 
But y'all did New York too. All no, over. we did performances uh, <clears throat> all over New York in the schools in the days. Wow. Right in the culture, yeah. The uh, Baba was instrumental in helping us with that. <clears throat> so when you and Ia Baba was in the village and it was just starting and stuff, how did you guys decide who was going to be in charge of what? Um, we were going to the guidance of um of our surgeon man at the four middle first. He was in charge. He was in charge. Yeah. He was the one that started um the uh, the return of our ancestors. And that was a blessing, and he brought forth the energy into yeah. um, to, on the planet, and then you guys work with him. So are there any instances where um, you've seen, like, miracles from the Orishas that you could share, like, something, a story where the Orishas uh, but, uh, Chief Baba told yeah, Baba told us about uh, going to a church and then having been threatened by guns and stuff. But do you have any um, stories about challenges where you see the Orishas, the ancestors came forward and um, manifested that uh, abundance for you? Abundance of of you know, cause we know that the uh, Arishas walk with us. You 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 know the Arishas walk with us. I was trying to get you to um to make you know to 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 be able to learn some things from the the being with the original king because his um spiritual divination was very powerful so i was just wondering if you guys could remember any time yeah are you asking are you asking the question of uh, wanting to know some of the things that we learned spiritually from uh, Your Highness, yes, the king. some of the 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 things, some of the that, things that we learned. Through. We learned everything that we know from him. Yeah, we learned everything that we know from him. We learned uh, uh, how to feed our Eretias. We learned how to worship our Eretias. We learned how to do sacrifices. We uh, uh, you learn how to read, do dividends. All of these things were the teachings. Of uh, Baba Nana O'Surgeon. Yeah. It was just like we were in school, you know? I say. Yes. Everything that we know, he taught us. Yeah. I say, well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you guys. I meant to call you mm-hmm. elders because y'all have yes. truly earned the eldership. Yeah, this, uh, this elder uh, has Ocha for. 
47 years. Mm-hmm. 47 years old, you? He's a priest of Obatala. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so perhaps if you'd like to uh, ask him some questions about Obatala, I'm sure that he can give you some fulfillment on that. Yes. Yep. As he is an Obatala priest. Yes. Yes, I would like to, to know from the elder chief about his adventures earning his chieftaincy of Obatala because we know we don't start out at the top, but what are some of the demonstrations that uh, Obatala has connected you with to elevate your spirit? What are some of the things Obatala has done to elevate your spirit? Oh, oh Obatala has brought me from um, nowhere to where I am now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I was asking you to give give some examples or some experiences that you had that Obatala has taught you. Because I know the king taught y'all the um, tradition, but Obatala uh, leading your head with some of the experiences, maybe you came across uh, challenging, you know, some challenges that Obatala shined the light on. What are some of your experiences as being a preacher, chief? Yeah, well, uh, they told me how to be humble, how to be calm, how to get along with folks because I was very arrogant. So they taught me how to be humble, how to be calm. They taught me how to respect my elders. Was that hard for you? Was that hard for you, Baba? Yes, yes, because I, I was a very unwilling child. I was a very unwilling person. So, oh, I said, I turned my life around mm-hmm. and brought me to where I am now. Mm-hmm. So, when you when you started with the tradition, you were stubborn, hard-headed. Were you heading the wrong direction with your life? Yes, yes. yes. And so, Batala uh, saved you from... Mm, Wasting your life away. So yes, yes. As a, as an elder, I yes. know that to you, um, you you had to teach others. What was your hardest? Uh, what was the hardest thing about teaching others? Because the elders teaching to be obedient, teaching to be humble. That was the hardest thing. So you had a lot of them that challenged you? No, not challenged, just not listen. Mm-hmm. They didn't challenge you. They just didn't listen like they were supposed to. Oh, yeah, they didn't listen like they were supposed to. So when when you were, um, were, were teaching them and they didn't listen, how were they um, disciplined? 
How did mm-hmm. you handle them when they didn't listen? What did you do about it when they didn't listen to you? Cut them loose or go further with them or what? No, you got to be humble. You got to be patient. You got to work with them until they come around. Hashem. Obatala said we got to be patient. We got to help everybody that comes to us. We cannot turn nobody away. So we got to be humble. We got to have what they call EY Friday. Okay, so with with teaching them Iwafwele and all of that, did you guys erect, I mean, I'm sorry, forgive me, you elders, were you the ones that erected the beautiful building on Otunji Village? Because the buildings are beautiful now. They have a whole... Uh, I can answer that for you, E.R. Uh, the building of those buildings down there were done by uh, my godfather, the king, and his Elories. And his Elories did the building. And uh, Chief Owolowo done a lot of art. Yeah. Ibai, he's Ibai now. He's buried on the land. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, as you know, the young king has taken over. I know. Uh, uh, thank you. And he is now building. <laughs> He's doing the building. Yeah. I say. So. so it is now the new king that is uh, doing the building. And as a matter of fact, E.R. Uh, uh, E.R. Uh, Boom did a lot of, of uh, work in the village as far as her uh, artistic uh, work. She's got a lot of paintings and things around in the village that she's done a lot of work there, you know? Okay. So, and, uh, and as it says now, uh, each person who is a uh, able are working on building the village. Everybody gives a hand who's able to do so. So, as the elders, would you, what would be your recommendations to young people who are, who know their head? You might have somebody who's about Obatala. You might have somebody who's Shango. What is your recommendation on someone who's uh, your Arisha? And I ask you both the same question: Is what recommendations? would you give them? How would you tell them to approach the Orishas? How would I tell them to approach the Orishas? I would tell them to approach the Orishas, if you're just speaking about Orishas, uh, with respect. Yeah. Okay? With much respect and uh, try to learn and understand as much as they can about the Orishas and uh, especially their Orishas, whoever their head is, you know? Uh, respect the Orishas, be loyal to the Orishas, take care of the Orishas, and do all these things. Um, uh, Chief Omolade is agreeing upon the same thing. He's a little out of breath now, so I think we'll have to uh, let him rest. He's on his breathalyzer right now. Okay, perhaps you could tell us about some patakes relating to Shango. Some who? 
Pataka stories about the Orishas when Apot- they Apothecaries? Apothecaries? Yes, Apothecaries. Yes, I did have a couple of Apothecaries that they were very short that I was going to try to do at the end of the show, but if you'd like them now, that's fine. Uh, one Apothecaries is about uh, uh, Yemanja and Shango. And it goes thus like this. Shango was a warrior, and he loved to fight. He would pick a fight every day just so he could be in the motions of having a fight. But he couldn't win none of his fights. He didn't. He would start them, but he couldn't win them. Every day he'd go home, he's lost the battle. Meanwhile, Emma Josh, she's sitting down outside watching this. Shango come out every morning and go and start a fight. He loses. <clears throat> so this morning he came out. He so uh, yeah, my job said to him, which you know me yeah, my job is the mother word, Shango, come here. Are you going to start another fight today? Shango said, yes, yeah. He says, well, let me show you how to fight because I'm tired of you losing your battles. So she showed Shango how to fight. The next day, Shango went out, he started a fight, and he won the battle. From this, that forth, that day on, Shango lost none of his battles because he had learned how to fight, and uh, Yelanja had taught him how to fight. She said, I'm just tired of getting beat up all the time, Shango. You're always going starting something, you can't fight. Come, let me show you how to fight. And she taught him. That is one of the keys. Uh, I have another little pocket key for you if you'd like to hear it. Yes. And um, this is about Ochun and Shango, which you know Ochun was one of his favorite wives. And uh, she loved Shango very, very much. So one day Shango wanted to have some soup. He says, Ochun, I would love to have some nice soup. So she says, okay. In the meantime, she had no meat to go in Shango's soup. She says, oh, what am I going to do? I have no meat to go in my husband's soup. So she worried about it and toyed around about it and worried. So she decided that she would cut off her ear and put it in the soup for the meat for Shango. So Shango ate the food and everything. He ate the soup. He said, oh, my dear, this is such good soup. She said, well, I'm glad you like it, my husband, because I had to cut off my ear because we had no meat to go in the soup and put my ear in the soup. So from that day forth, Shango dismissed her from his compound and everything. And uh, I stepped ahead of myself a little bit with this part of key. After she cut her ear off, she started wearing a wrap on her head, which was a big, full, beautiful galley. And that's how the galleys came in place, because she made this galley to cover her ear that she had cut off to make the soup with. And so when Shango noticed her with this beautiful head wrap, he says, why are you always wearing that beautiful head wrap on your Okay. And then that's when she explained to him that she had cut off her ear and put it in his soup. 
and he sent her home to his her family. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was a deep uh, one. Baba, did you know did you know one or two potter keys? You have actually somebody online, but can you share with with everyone the reason why you're doing the journey is to raise money for the the um, public temple to return. Yes. Okay. You said someone was on the line? Yes. Uh, area code 706. Mm-hmm. Good evening, Alafia. Alafia, yeah, boom, how are you? <laughs> I'm well, I'm well. I'm Wonderful. hoping everyone has enjoyed their family day today. Yes, I do too. Yes. I as well. Uh, the uh, the um, Baba and I spent the uh, day together, and I cooked a little dinner for he and I. We just had a nice little elder thing, so the show is just putting the icing on the cake for our entertainment for the evening. Oh, wonderful! My greetings to the Baba. No telephone, batala. Say it on the radio. I love you, sir. How are you? Good, good. We are looking forward soon come to uh, to New York. We will have an opportunity to see the Baba. Sit at the knee of your wisdom, sir. She said they will have a, a coming to New York. They will have an opportunity to come and see the Baba. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's it. She said, I check. Want to pray? Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, so I think the ER wanted me to say something about uh, the, the, the uh, Yes, the... the okay, I am trying to put together uh, and revise the uh, temple that we had when Turge was here. We're trying to revise that. Yeah, the gods of and the name of that is the Gods of Africa. Yeah. And we are trying to uh, do uh, some fundraising for that so that we can get the uh, temple going and revise it and bring back some of his memories. And uh, I'm sure that he'll be happy about that, as we do not have a Yoruba temple in Harlem. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what we are striving for at this time. Yeah. And then people can come there and learn and come to the services on Sundays and uh, we want to bring back some of the same things in the temples that were being done uh, when we first started out here in Harlem. Yeah, we want to bring back the classes and uh, teaching African language. We want to bring that back. Teaching African language, the worship of their resources and the ancestors. Mm-hmm. We want to revive that. Because we started in Harlem in uh, 1962, mm-hmm. and our goal was to uh, start a nation. So we started mm-hmm. a nation in 1970 mm-hmm. in Page South Carolina. So okay. now we're trying to revive the Yoruba Temple in Harlem. Mm-hmm. I say, and we're definitely in need of many uh, representations of the uh, Yoruba tradition in America, because Yoruba people are vast. We're we're all around. And we definitely need to endorse places where the African gods can be communicated with. 
in a yes, public. And we, we, we're trying our mightiest to uh, get a building together and uh, 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 working towards uh, getting that together uh, with the help of a few friends and with the help of the Alicia, uh that will happen and with the help of your donation. Uh, so, yeah, you can tell them where the donation goes. Yes, they can send the donations to Mary Green, M-A-R-Y-G-R-E-E-N-O-Y-O-T-U-N-G-I at gmail.com. And we'll be looking for everyone to make a donation to move forward this rebuilding of the temple in New York and honor the king. I also seen there's a couple of programs out honoring the king throughout the country. So I hope that everyone, as they see the programs come out from Otunde Village, that they will support it because we cannot allow our historical community to not be given the proper public recognition and we'll all be obedient because this is the time to heal those problems and things brought on by slavery through honoring our ancestors and through finding out who we are. That's why so many people are getting their DNA test because people want to know who they are. Well, Queen Mother, we want to interject here because there are a lot of places that we connect the dots when we ask the donations. And you just hit on the last one that now that we have this type of technology, many of the Africans living or the African-Americans, as they refer to themselves, living in America would find that, in fact, uh, three-fourths of us are Yoruba descendants, which is something that, you know, if you're like myself, over 60, when we grew up in school, we didn't know that. You know, we just said, oh, slaves from Africa could have been Mandingos or Polani or Hausa. But the truth, in fact, is that three-fourths of the Yoruba tribe were brought to America to build this country. And so the, the, the point of a donation to the elders here in New York that are the living vessels, really, of the House of Adefumi or the works, the good work and the life and the living legacy of Aba Adefumi I, um, this is what you're doing. This is what you're connecting to. And so, you know, I find it auspicious on this particular evening where we hope that as a people we are unified behind keeping our dollars in our communities or making better choices as to where our dollars go. This is this is one grand way to do it. That's a, This is a definite step in the right direction because among the Yoruba people in most African cultures, then you have no separation between church and state. And so how we deal with all of the challenges that we have in, here in America, financial, emotional, mental, all of those things come under how we live our lives, the choices we make every day, not just the religious okay. prayers of a moment or a Sunday, but day to day, 24-7, 365. 
365 than we, uh, the ancient prescriptions give us a way to uh, not only uh, survive the times we're living in, but to thrive through them. And so we certainly hope as we see the uh, next six uh, Nigerian chiefs that will be joining us there in uh, Brooklyn, I believe it is, on the 11th of December, that people will come out, come out and say, well, what's this about? You know, um, um, the Marcus Garvey days are gone. Y'all just all want to go back to Africa. No, we want to live free, free and, and with our own sovereignty, financially, mentally, culturally, emotionally. And this is, in fact, what these two elders, for sure, uh, offer to the community. They offer the ability to come on a weekly basis to, as the Baba said, receive teachings and understanding on the levels of ancestors, the earth realm, and then Arisha, the celestial realm. So I just wanted to get that point in there. Okay. And you know, I would like to I would like to add as far as when you're saying about the uh um Yoruba people being here. Uh, there was one slave ship that came out of Nigeria and landed here in America. There was only one that landed here in America. The rest of them went around the globe. This one landed in America and they lost not one not even one of those slaves. Mm-hmm. The ships that landed here from Nigeria in the uh, in the Americas, they didn't lose not one, and which is some uh, very unusual history, you know. Mm-hmm. So all of those slaves that came here to like uh, um, uh, New York area, every last one of them lived, and that's why we have so many historical buildings here that Africans have built, you know. Uh, these buildings okay. in Harlem that I'm trying to get for our temple and everything, they're not built out of uh, uh, they're built out of uh, 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 people from uh, that were from uh, uh, Africa and that they used the bricks and mortar and stuff like that. You okay. know what I mean? It wasn't no cement and uh, uh, bricks. You know, it wasn't that. If you go through Harlem and you look at some of these brownstones. And you will see the carvings, and you will see the history of the Africans that landed here. That they I say. You know? And yeah. uh, so I'm so proud that uh, my godfather put his start uh, a new nation here, you know, in Harlem. I and say. I so want to revise that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just and wanted to... Let you know that, Lupin. I said we were just joined by a Lori, so we okay. want to say hello and hello. thank her for joining We honor the elders there. We honor our Ia Oluo, Ia Babao Mishongo, and our wonderful Obatala. It is such a great honor to have Ashe. our oldest Obatala priest made from our Ashe. nation's kingdom. To be online, okay. it is definitely okay. uh, an honor, and we extend our love to you, Baba. We're hugging you, and we're hugging our Luo and Iabun Adupe Pupo for coming online with us tonight. And I, I Kia, Queen Mother, for real, real, I'm having some problems with my phone. It's going in and out, so please forgive me. 
I just want to call in and give honor and glory to our elders who give us wisdom to move forward as we learn our lessons from the past. Well, we definitely needed to hear that word because one of the things that is so lovely about the culture is the various different roles and titles and the fact that um, we are in a royal people. And to, for me, mm-hmm. that as a young woman in the 70s, that's what the king did for me. He made me really question the role as a common person when, in fact, we know that we come from royal genes, you know, that most of the royals were taken, the artists, the craftsmen, people of enormous talent. And we see that every day with our children, with the various different people in the entertainment zone. You can see that they have, you know, manifested their talents on earth. And, and and we we definitely have to have a return to the order because as long as we do not have the rules and regulations to guide us and we lose track of that, then we're out of order and we, you know, kill each other and participate in things that damage our community. And with mm-hmm. the... Baba, you know, the the Oba, excuse me, the Oba, he gave you your self esteem back, you know. He gave us back our self esteem, I wanna say. So, I so I definitely wanted to uh find out some stories because I hear about him as a great man. And the more um, stories I was listening to him do his uh, yes, do his uh, his his um, uh, poetry and uh, explaining on Oprah and on the other um, YouTube where he was po- he was doing his poetry at one location. Then he was talking about why we are needed, and that was fabulous. And I just want to tell people if they want to research that um, on our page, we have quite a few videos that Lori has been blessed to share with us. Yes, yes. Our Godfather has been on Oprah, the Oprah show. Yeah, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So we, oh, we say put one on the coordination of our all by wide job, which I think is fabulous. For those who said it was all a lie, we have it now. I don't know who put it out there, but we have it on coordination. Our all by wide job looks totally why. Totally why with his Alori, totally why with that coordination that was done to show African people that here, who's born here, that we are from a lineage of royalty. And it's our birthright to claim our ancestral custom and tradition. And we were so blessed to have the Obade Fumi uh, to be uh, that one that established the Yoruba house of worship. That I believe it was the Don Balawedo era and the Shalado yeah, Temple that was in New York first. Yeah. 
Vanny. And so, yes, yes we can never continue to praise his name uh, because forever we as Omo Duduaga be connected to the source. And these are our elders now who are sitting, giving us their their um, their journey. So I want to say journey, and we thank you over and over. Let's say we can never thank them enough for the struggles that they went through so we don't have to go through. We're, we can be a sovereign nation of people recognizing our royalty. And everybody knows inside of them already that they are uh, a part of a royal class of people. And not everybody can be Vanny, to to walk in that path because everyone who is that of royalty, not every lifetime they come to live in that status of that that crown. But when the royal is here, it is we who are in service to the Orisha is to respect always those who are who are continuing the culture and tradition of our of our ancient culture. Give thanks. We have kings here. They have presidents. You know. <laughs> We know that Shongo is the king of kings. And um, I love the um, Pateki of Obakoso. I was wondering if Iabu could do the Obakoso. Oh, Obakoso. I don't know. I, you know, I love Apatekis and Obakoso. I, I would I would be thankful. I would say this, and knowing what we know about the king that did not die, that uh, left his people. You know, that's an apartheid. I would like to study more and more and more, um, particularly in these times, because I think that a lot of parallels could be drawn from that particular apartheid and who Black Americans thought. Barack Obama would be as president, and and we are so thankful that he did not walk off from us as as Shango did. Very frustrated, but that Apatiki, um, if and I I may stand corrected, of course, with the elder Shango on the phone. But as I remember it, then um, you know Shango was a great warrior, a great warrior yeah. that um, well, yes, that did that not hesitate to march him. into war. And uh, apparently from this particular Apatikiyo story, there was war and troubles in the land. He uh, moved forward toward, toward, I'm sure, what he thought was the right decision for his kingdom, however, did not have all of the backing of the kingdom, and uh, fell upon a place, as many leaders do, to say, wow, if I'm not really doing, if, if my people really don't support me or they really don't have my back, then I will go off, and and they and so the the apotheki goes that he he left his kingdom, went off um, into the woods, and uh, I think the, the accoutrements of the king were found at a tree, and uh, so that that story, that piece that's left hanging out there is um, the king that did not die because he was not seen there hanging, but he was no longer seen on the earth either. And so, of course, for uh, those uh, of the Christian path, they can certainly relate to the story of Enoch because there are, there are souls that come and walk among us and then they walk up to be with God and and it's not really required for the people that they leave behind to know exactly what has happened. It's that place in life where we respect the mystery. 
Um, I was trying to think as the Ia asked of a really good story of our Godfather, and my goodness, I have so many. Um, I think I will say this. um, You know, you can tell stories, and then you can tell stories, and then some stories tell themselves. And this is uh, one such when we went to Detroit back in 2010 for the... yeah, for the um, forum on social reform, and so of course, uh, our, our beloved Godfather. This is his birthplace, uh, Black Bottom, Detroit, Michigan, and uh, here we are in the midst of oh my goodness, so many people from all South America and North America and Canada. It was amazing. Another situation just like this March, similarly, where you have people converging to speak uh, uh, their truths and 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 to protest against things that are not right, and yet you. You don't have one camera there from the mainstream um, videos. But nonetheless, every evening in a little amphitheater near the center where this forum was being held, there were there were rappers and people with spoken word every evening. And, you know, I, all about that sits on the throne now as much as he would love to move among the people incognito as if they would not recognize who he was. There were actually people in Detroit then that just knew right off. They, they said, you're surgeon. They just knew right off, and that to me is a story in and of itself when um, a person has lived on earth and then, you know, ascended or gone through the roof as our king has, and yet their work, their legacy will never die. It it will never die. Generations later, it can be recognized in the smallest places. And um, so we we have enjoyed it, and we, we encourage the listeners that are on this evening to take this time, if you're going to redirect your money for the holidays, to go to the OUTNGI website and uh, check out the GBF, the Great Men and Films collection that's there that has the whole story. It's been poetry that has the whole story of the cultural restoration movement and how it moved in America with um, under the guidance and leadership of Abba Adefumi, um, really up into his elder years and years uh, of Oyotunji. It's a fabulous video uh, there, and it comes in a collection of three. You have your choice of the other videos okay. that can go with and it. And I, so would, also, I, I would also add like that. to say on that line, Ia, I would like to mm-hmm. say on that line, Ia, uh, they can call and ask some of the living people that were really there, which is... Uh, uh, they could call us, uh, uh, go on my Facebook and uh, find out some of the things that uh, really went down uh, when I was there in person, mm-hmm. you know. So you can Absolutely. get some uh, personal effects from this if they go on the Facebook and uh, check it out. And uh, I, I, would be, I would be happy to do some explaining uh, in details about what went on then and there. You mean as far as uh, on your Facebook page you have pictures and you have downloaded a story? Oh, yes. Uh, I can have some stories downloaded on there about that event, that particular event that E.I. is speaking of, you know. Oh, and uh, uh, they had to get their story from somewhere in the village, and I presume they got it from your highness, you know. And uh, with this one, I was trying to say is that these are some of the things that can go on in the temple, uh, some of these old stories with people who are still living, that they can get it straight from the mouth, you know? 
I say we definitely uh, need the elders and seniors to sit down and to really um, begin to um, get the stories out to all the children in in our United States and around the world because what the story is is one of change to the the change to the prosperous change Mm -hmm. from who you thought you were to your mission because I'm sure that when you were young Never thought you'd be Chief Ia Baba on Shango. They threw me the royal Shango to the king. I and that's just like a mouthful. <laughs> well, I, uh, I try to uh, stand up for that title in every way I can every day. I say, every so day. I know you're praying for the king and for everyone in the entourage, but we would definitely love to see a New York opening, a big parade, and coming to the temple, all of us in, um, you know, in our humble state of joy for it all being done. And I know it's all going to be done. Please yes, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I say I urge The originals are going to make it happen. The originals are going to make that temple happen. I say. Uh, you know, and that sounds beautiful what you said coming out. like That's like a grand opening, <laughs> coming out and marching there and, uh, you know, presenting that we now have this temple live, you know? I see it, and I see that many people will listen and they will know that this is something that we need to do, and they will support it. And I'm definitely going to post it in as many groups as I can to remind people that this is the time of season to give thanks to those, because we don't thank them for the pilgrims that went and killed the Native Americans that helped them. We are mm-hmm. thankful to the Native Americans for teaching all the people how to survive in this country because the Europeans didn't know. And we are Mm -hmm. thankful for the ancestors that they returned to bring back a king to our community so we can be restored to who we really really are. So again, I want to give the email address Mary Green Otunji at gmail dot com M A R Y G R E E N O Y O T U N G at gmail dot com and we look for everyone who is the return royal being to be responsible to contribute and make this happen. And I'm telling you, we need about $1 million because they do not want to give us anything, but we're going to take it. We're going to ask that all the elders 
that was going to act that all the Obatalas remember that what we are trying to do and all the Shangos remember what we are trying to do because it uh, at the head of the temple will be Obatala and Shango. Mm-hmm. And you got the king of kings and the king. Yeah. Uh, Olori said the king of kings. Right, Olori? Obatala is the king of all kings, but we know who's yeah. next runner up. Gabukat, yes, he sure go. Well, I'm only number seven, you know. I know my place. <laughs> I'm only the seventh king. I'm only the seventh king. You know? But we we want So um uh, yeah. what I'm trying to say is that the uh Chief Omo Ligate is ailing ailing a little bit now, but I'm sure he's gonna do all that he can do and he knows a lot of people as well and um, maybe we can get some flyers out for when, by the time y'all get here and uh, advertise what we're trying to do. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we are definitely looking for everyone to participate. And uh, we have three minutes left. Uh, yeah, the Chief, Chief yeah, Baba, you want any last words? Well, I didn't have any last words prepared. I did have last words. I was going to do the party key, for, but we've already done that. Okay. Uh, but I just would like to say uh, thank you, and uh, thank you for uh, carrying the show on, as we have been doing. Um, thank you for uh, hearing what we have to say. Uh, I want to thank the Iyama Oni Ochun. I want to thank the... Uh, my uh, O'Toole, the Aboom, for the support that they are giving me. And I would like to also thank you, E.R., for the support. I just want to thank everybody. I feel very happy and I feel very successful about this thing happening. That's it. And I want everybody to go to their Arishas and pray to their Arishas and uh, be strong in your Arishas. That's it. Okay, now I'm gonna let I'm gonna let the old man say goodbye. Okay. <laughs> See you later. I say, oh, keep up the good work. I say, oh, I say, oh, I Okay, here, Oshun, I will wait to hear from you guys, you people, your sisters. Here, boom, thank you so much. She's already gotten off the phone, but she is Her Excellency Ibero Jade. 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 Ashe. So, thank you so much, Lori Oshun, Ade, Olushe. Okay. And may the rest of your friends, uh, family and friends day go well. Uh, we don't call uh, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. We call it family and friends day. 
So I hope everybody's family and friends stayed with well. I hope they ate lots of turkey like I did. <laughs> and I would like to say uh, good night, and I'll be hearing from you. I say next week, same time, we will same be. Same time, same place. Yes, I say. Mm-hmm. What do you pray? I say. Odabo. 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 Yeah.